So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. That really move I said chill. Up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I make them hot. I make them shiver. Their knees get weak. Whenever I'm around, they see me walk. They hear me talk. I make them feel like they're all cloud nine. Yeah, let's hear it. Is, did we start the show? Ready when you, ready when you are, bud. You start the show. Oh, okay. Before Chris, ready? Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Hosers. This is episode 99. I'm at Home Hardware getting a furnace filter because I'm cold. I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth. Joining me as always is my co-host, Carter Lupel. Carter, is your furnace working? <laughs> yes, my furnace is working. Better go catch it. Perfect. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> oh my What's God. going on, Chris? For, I'm just, you know, I'm a little flustered ATM just because, uh, you know, I promised you I'd never record a podcast ever again um, outside <laughs> of like my, my office. And here I am looking for a furnace filter and I just feel like I've gone back on my word and I'm sorry for that. That's okay. Do you know what filter you need? They're not universal. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. Yeah, 1625 and one. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice filter. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> oh my God. Um, you know what else? Uh, has, has a trusty, reliable filter. Um, the Belmont cigarettes I smoked as a teenager. Um, oh yeah so do you guys ever like thomas were you ever a smoker or no uh no um i did a little bit no i know i'm a good boy um i had obviously phase like when you're going out bars and stuff you bum a smoke or whatever but um yeah yeah, exactly yeah i didn't like ever buy what I didn't hear the name. You kind of roboted voice. Carter, from time to time. If, oh, if it, if it, still okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. If the weather's right, nothing beats it. Yeah, the vibes are honest. right. Yeah, the um, vibes are there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, yeah. I didn't really, I think I bought maybe one pack. Oh, ever. my God. That's my story. There you go. Are there people yelling you. in the home hardware? That's pretty impressive, bro. Well, he said that he wasn't going to do this again. He said he was very people are pretty bothered. I understand. It's good robot for you too, Thomas. Yeah, that he just left the call. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Can Chris? Oh, Chris, are you back? This is great. This is hosers. This is hosers. Chris, are you back? Are you there? Yeah, I am. I'm just paying for something. Hold on a second. (laughs) This is it's content, baby. Oh my god! Again, Chris has to leave the house because Robin purposely broke the furnace, so Chris leaves the house. No shit. And to record, (laughs) she definitely didn't do that. Uh, awesome. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Stay safe. Thanks. Okay, so let's start it. Can we can we start again? I'm sorry. Yeah, let's, I'm ready I'll, to start it again. I'm ready to go. Let's uh, just start fresh, all right? Okay. I'll be keeping some of this in, but yeah, because it's fine. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, except the part that I want you to edit out. Yeah. Thomas, yeah. edit it out, please. <laughs> That's your reminder when you're listening back to it. Okay, thanks. Hey guys, welcome to Hosers. This is episode 99, the Rick Dudley episode. Um, Wayne Gretzky, never heard of um, uh, I do some fond memories of playing at the Gretzky Arena in Brantford, including a time that Carter got so mad at the team that we were coaching, he just left the bench in a rage. Carter, do you remember that? I do. Yeah, that was um, yeah. That- no, it just keeps me up at night sometimes that I like actually left. I was like, oh, you know what? You guys didn't de- deserve that. And I just walked away. But sometimes you have to walk away or else you're going to do, you're going to make yourself, you're going to be worse off than if you stayed. Yeah. Uh, Chris left the call, but um, he left the call again. Yeah. There, so, there's yeah. some. There's some fun Gretzky story. I don't. I've, I've definitely told on the podcast before that my mom grew up with him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the the other fun story is that Walter Gretzky attended my papa's funeral, and I got to hang out with him. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a cool guy. Um, anyways, you're saying the backyard rink story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris just said, "Give me like two minutes." He probably needs to drive or something. Oh. Um. Oh my god, are we gonna have to restart this episode again? <laughs> no, I hope not. I'm not doing that. Uh what's new with you, Carter? Give your life update. Uh my life my life update is not much. Just uh <laughs> I'm being a big resolutioner. I got into mm-hmm. yoga with, with Koopy. Oh so we've 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 just been doing uh doing lots of yoga, trying to read, trying to do dry January as well, because I, I drank enough for a whole year in the month of December. Okay, yeah. So uh just being a big resolutioner. Yeah, I, I feel that. I'm kind of the same way. I, I think I maybe not on the yoga thing, but um generally like reading more and even like online yeah. reading too, like reading actually articles and like just for like selfishly of like getting better with writing and just being more aware of like styles and stuff. Yeah. But that's like a very well, that's like what, inside baseball thing. But that's why, like, I deleted all my social accounts as well, and it one of the reasons for it was so I can read more and mm-hmm. read more sports as well. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. phone's kind of just like an outlet to to kind of read sports now. No, I yo, know. are we uh, are we talking about getting rid of social media? Did I come? Back oh my right god! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. I, I was I waited to her here, but I I I call it the uh, the Chris Killingsworth cleanse. So I got rid oh, of my social yeah. media accounts. How often are you doing it? Like monthly or 
that's the that's the real that's the real tech so are you off the twitter machine bro off twitter off instagram okay off everything wow but you still kept your facebook right well only for marketplace so i'm like a ghost on there I mean, no one can find me i was joking but then i remembered that you're a marketplace guy so that makes total sense yeah. that's, that's the only reason I need to find cheap car parts yeah yeah Plus it's furniture so um yeah yeah it's it's so good but yeah like we were just saying i know it's very like corny to do it as like a beginning of the year resolution thing but it does yeah. feel nice to just like yeah i'm gonna do this like carter and i were talking about reading more and just like being more like even That's i find good. myself like i'm not on twitter like as much and it feels good to like miss something because before yeah. I'd, be, I'd feel so guilty be like oh i missed something on twitter or whatever and then now i'm like i it's probably a good thing that i i feel like i missed something and then instead i was reading a book or reading Thomas, i also think it's you have the like right amount of twitter followers that you could do that hey guys gonna take a little bit of a break from twitter for the month of january <laughs> like thank you for reading all my shit posts and i'll i promise i'll be back soon and then two weeks later yeah. like kale mccarr scores that goofy goal you're like I uh, just actually signing back in guys uh just noticed uh that dipsy doodle dangle and uh i i am going to be going back on a social media break but uh i just i couldn't not add my two cents here you yeah. know and then announce when i was going back to, uh, and leave and you know yeah i i think well, i need exactly well, that was a gross goal no I was yeah say, that, that was a gross actually. goal yeah Oh yeah, and then yeah. two. I was gonna, I was gonna do that like as a joke to my seventy followers. Be like, "Yo, yeah. guys, thanks for all your support. Just need a little cleanse for the new year. <laughs> Don't you, worry, I'll you, be back." I'd love if you did that. That'd oh make me so happy. No, I, did you deactivate I, or I like? I don't think. Or just I not think use you it. Can only delete it. No, well, like, you, can, you can only delete you it. Yeah, you have to deactivate. Um, yeah, as but you could come back for 30 days. Those things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can come back within 30 days, but if mm -hmm. you don't, then it's gone forever. Yeah, exactly. But I think so, to, I think so to wait, is that, I was just going to say something. Is that at Carter Lupel uh, handle available oh, for me to take? <laughs> Let me see. Uh, after 30 no, days. I, I think, think after 30 days. Oh, you bet your ass. I got to do it. And then I'm going to hold it hostage. I'm just going to change my <laughs> handle to that. And then just, get, just get rid of no salary retained completely. <laughs> just be cut sell it, sell it back to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would um, be so funny. What was he gonna say? Uh, yeah, I think to I think to tweet out. Well, okay, I'll talk about that later. Um, I think to tweet out an update like that that you're leaving, you have to have exactly thirty point six thousand followers and have uh <laughs> have a uh your location as at the rink but uh i think that's are we are, are we doing a live <laughs> that's... right now what? yeah that's so weird yeah, i'm not talking about anyone league? what are you talking sorry about? did you did you say that you worked at for a hockey team but they hated you and then they didn't re-sign you because you were a fucking jackass online yeah would that be it yeah same guy so. uh i didn't what guy what are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about the same person. I, I'm not talking about anyone. Um, anyways, oh, okay. let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. So I was gonna mention. I guess we could just talk about it off the hop. But I don't know if you saw. So obviously, I I sent you guys this last night. 
about the Ottawa Senators fan. Oh my mm-hmm. god! That got a tattoo of um, Josh Norris's face on yeah. his stomach, um, yeah. and it kind of ties our interest together um, yeah, a little bit. And yeah. um, so I saw that, and if you haven't seen it, you can go at Sleepin Baker. Frank Senators um, for like the kind of just general whole backstory. But um, so I saw the guys because he also posted a screenshot of like his post on the auto Senators subreddit. And I was like, this is a perfect like shit post story. I, I'm wondering yeah. if I can get an interview with this guy. So I would love to get him on hosers potentially. So I'm already in contact with him. Uh, get, him on, well, get him on the pod. He already answered a bunch of my questions. He, yeah. uh, he he's now t- writing for hockeywilderness.com. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, he already he already sent me more pictures of the tattoo and shows me pictures of like him <laughs> getting the tattoo, which I'm definitely oh using. I'm definitely using we- for the the article. Um, this will be on Yahoo Sports eventually. Um, they already accepted will he the pitch. Come on the pod. I'll, I'll ask him later. Um, but so he he's living in Poland right now, which is so random. Um, yeah. Or like visiting Poland for like a couple of months that he said. Um, but he yeah. lives, he lives, he's from Oregon, but he's an auto centers fan. He said, um, I have so many questions about how yeah, that what a weird <laughs> I know. Yeah, so he said, is... he said it took two, three hours because two artists were working on it at the same time. Um, there's pictures oh, of, Jesus. There's pictures of that he sent me of like the obviously like the the cart like the tattoo cart with all the ink and stuff and then also just a giant picture of Josh Norris next to it which is hilarious. He I... sent me, he sent me pictures Did of he... of the DM like he sent me pictures of the his conversation with Josh Norris. I could yeah. quote it right now, but it will be available on Yahoo Sports um, uh, .ca wow. um, later. But yeah, so he basically just sent him. If I get a life-size tattoo of your face on my stomach, can you send me an autographed jersey? Just yeah, out of the blue, Josh Norris. I have to look up if like the Sens played that night. If he was like so inspired by his play or whatever, and then <laughs> Josh Norris replied just like six hours later, said, "Haha, absolutely. I need proof it's a real tattoo, though." And they yeah. and they got back and forth. This is the backstory of it. They got back and forth yeah. about it. He responded. Um, let me just read what he said. Uh, I couldn't tell. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I sent him pictures and videos of me getting the tattoo and he loved it. He said he would send me the jersey and ask for my address. So I gave it to him. I haven't heard back from him since. And I never got the jersey. This is back in November. He said November 11th is oh the last God. time I heard back from him. <laughs> he probably like Joshua probably reached a sense PR and they were like, what? No, what the fuck? <laughs> like... Yeah, that's so strange. So, like I get it. I've got some. I've got some stupid tattoos, and I know Carter does. Thomas, most of your tattoos are like, not most of all of them are just normal tattoos. Yeah, and I think you got black any... flag one, which is sick. I have my, yeah. my Liverpool one too. Oh, that oh, one's yeah, kind of stupid, actually. Let me take my second. That was my first one. <laughs> but like, oh, it's. I thought black I flag know. was I your have... first one. No, no, no. I have so many questions for this guy. Um, if we could get him on episode 100, I think we'll be. Yeah, I'll I'll so I'll reach happy. out. Um, he said he doesn't have Zoom though, because I asked if he wanted to do a Zoom or just like answer questions through Reddit DM, and he was like, did "Oh, I don't, spend, I don't have Zoom." 
did he spend all of his money on the tattoo? <laughs> it was a thousand dollars US. So I yeah, know, probably. I saw that. Okay, so <laughs> oh let me God. let me ask you guys a question. Um, if you had to get a tattoo from any current or former NHL player to get their jersey, like a signed autograph jersey from that player, mm. who would it be? You go first, Carter. Um so you don't have a lot face. of space. Gotta factor that yeah. in as well. I know, so I gotta figure out who exactly. Um I don't know, that's a good question. Like like me me like Patrick Wall would be sick. Paul Creo oh, would that'd be, be sick. Cool. Felix Potman would be sick. But yeah, does it just like, have to be like, their face for, shot though? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, like I feel like if it's a goalie, you can cheat it and get their face like in their mask, right? So yeah, because I don't have true. a lot of space, I can I can be purposeful with how I get a goalie mask. Yeah, just get a sick goalie mask, right? Yeah. Well, which goalie mask um, would you choose? Like Wah on the Canadians, pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think a hundred percent would be that one. Well, we already you already got perfect. a ho- you got we already got a hockey player tattooed on us. Like we got we got Jean Beliveau. So I mean, we do because he's dead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got that joke. Oh That's so my disrespectful. God, you are so lucky. You're far from me. If I if you were in Barry right now, I'd drive over and whoop your ass for that problem. Okay, I didn't even put two and two together. I would <laughs> give you. Shit. I would give you. Whatever, uh, like Carter and I would do, um, like a bullet club fucking tag team special move on you. <laughs> oh, we're talking about wrestling now. No, no fuck no. no you watched Rampage last night? Fuck no, dude. I think <laughs> I left wrestling where I left listening to Marilyn Manson in my youth. And wallet chains. <laughs> I've never had a wallet. Oh chain. my god! <laughs> Speaking about wallet chains, uh, Cooper ran into someone at the uh at the liquor store mm-hmm. um i'm not sure if we should tell who or cooper do you want to tell tell the guys who you ran into at the liquor store yeah here guys can you hear coop not really that's better not really hello <laughs> can you hear him now no, yeah, no, no, no. oh there you yeah go. yeah we can hear him yeah So he was at the at the liquor store. Okay. Yeah. They can hear me? Yeah, they can hear you. Okay, so I'm at the liquor store and I think I'm gonna beat the New Year's rush on the 30th. So I go in, I get my stuff, I go in and out, it's great, whatever. And then my buddy and I are having coffee on the 31st, and he's like, I gotta go to the LCBO. And I was like, fuck, like I tried to beat the rush yesterday, but I'm not gonna sit in the car alone and wait like I'm your dog. So I come in with him and I'm just walking around while he's picking out his stuff. I'm not trying to wait in the line wrapped around the store. And I see this guy and he's got tough duck jacket on, um, matching tan uh, Dickies pants. He's wearing Vans. He's got a wallet chain hanging from his front pocket to his back <laughs> pocket. I imagine the wallets in the front for the back attached to one end, the other attached to his pants. And he's got a kid in the cart. And he's got no mask at all, just, you know, huffing in the clean air. And uh, the kid's got no mask, looks like one, two, maybe three years old in between there. 
And I kind of double take them because of the no mask part. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, it's kind of crazy. Cause like, it's the busiest day of the year at the LCBO with New Year's Eve. And, uh, yeah. and then, so I'm double taking the mask and then I'm triple taking cause I'm like, wait a second, that guy looks really, really familiar. Like I've seen him before somewhere. And I was like, well, I know where I've seen him. Like I've seen him on TV cause I've seen him play a few NHL games, one or two or 400 some odd. And uh, I go up to him while we're passing by. I don't go to my way. So I wait till we're, I'm just kind of, like I said, pacing, waiting for my buddy. And uh, I pass by him and he kind of gives me the nod. Uh, and uh, I go, yeah, you, uh, you play, you play hockey, don't you? And he goes, yeah, well, yeah, I did. And I was like, Valeski, right? And he goes, yeah, that's me. And I go, oh my God, sorry, sorry to bother you all. And now I'm, I'm rambling and I'm like, I'm just, uh, and he goes, yeah, well, uh, I was like, he's like, yeah, we'll have a good one. I was like, well, you still play? He's like, no, I'm retired now. And he points down to the kid with no mask. And I go, okay, we'll have a good one. And he goes, yeah, happy new year. And that was it. That's awesome. Oh, my God. So he, I, sorry. Because he lives in, he lives in Barrie. Like, he's from Barrie yeah. originally. Um, And I think yeah, he lives you know, in Oro now. Yeah, he went to, he went to St. Joe's. He always used to come out and practice with us. Yeah. Oh my God. So I have a, I have like a weird relation to Matt Bolesky. Is that basically, so one day I basically followed as many hockey players as I can on my Instagram account just to like for content and just to see what they're up to. Yeah. Just get yeah. all those things. So I followed Matt Bolesky like a couple of years ago, but now he's been like since COVID, he is obviously without wearing a mask in LCBO. He's like this massive, like basically a QAnon guy. Um, oh no <laughs> like it's so bad uh and same with like chris Versteeg a little bit um but like so blisky <laughs> always posts like stuff about him hunting and stuff and like uh let me see if i could pull up some posts but um yeah he i knew as soon as he said i was like i know Bolesky lives in the area um and like yeah no he, mask he is wallet crazy. chain that is so funny and like especially the outfit too like he I think, oh yeah, he co-owns like a brewery. Yeah, he has a brewery in um, in Oro. Like I'm ninety nine percent sure. It is disappointing that he's like a no mask guy, um, yeah. considering you know, like you should. Well, he you he should be safe when he played you know? in the NHL, so he's probably just that's true. <laughs> he's yeah. keeping it alive. That's, right? that's the filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. somebody oh like God. stops him he's like do you think i wore a fucking visor in the show you pigeon yeah he yeah was like i was one of the last warriors he follows maxime bernier on instagram um i have a uh a cousin that's a big ppc guy uh and cameron and i talk about it all the time and i'm just like i i, I am like listen we're not like political here well you guys know thomas is a communist obviously but beyond that <laughs> it's it's crazy to me the amount of people that um, they get in these like wormholes of like, you know, super, super right wing type shit. And I only think that that's possible because of Donald Trump. And that might sound right. crazy, but I don't remember people being so like flippantly right wing growing up. Maybe they were and I just yeah. didn't notice it. But I always thought, oh, you're liberal or you're conservative, right? And well, we, wherever we, you we grew up with the that, punk kids and we were like, wow, they're nice. Yeah. <laughs> like and even yeah, if you're and, if you're a conservative, like my parents voted conservative until I was like 12, probably. 
Like, yeah. like when you grew up in like the early 2000s, even you're voting conservative in Canada. It's like the Stephen Harper, like focus on economics kind of stuff. Like it's not this like crazy, even now with conservative, like some of it's obviously attached to it, like Aaron O'Toole and um, fuck, who's the Alberta premier, Jason, is it Jason Kenny? Jason Kenny. Yeah, um, yeah. like yeah like it's still at some attached to that but like then they got the ppc like which is absolutely insane and then you get like the the faith goldies in toronto and like all that kind yeah. of nonsense that i think it's so easy to follow down a wormhole like i even on like youtube or any instagram or anything like sometimes i look at that stuff just to be like what are these people saying just like for yeah. shits okay. or whatever and then i i like watch one video on instagram and then suddenly my whole discover page is like nonsense <laughs> and it's like it's what the fuck that... happened like it's just like a total bummed. yeah like you could yeah. just like you could you could just follow down one thing and then suddenly yeah. you're like oh now i'm this like uh, t-dog the conspiracy oh guy yeah now exactly. you're now you're fucking <laughs> having lunch with chris guy <laughs> yeah yeah exactly Jesus yeah you, you watch one that. you watch one chris guy that video yeah, you guys are over at uh, what's, what's that barbecue? Adam, Adam some barbecue. <laughs> Adam some yeah. barbecue for lunch with Chris Guy. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, big bar- big barbecue just, boys. I love how these people like and and education is. I'm not just saying like you need to be a college or university graduate to be educated, but these people are so full of shit, and I don't care what degrees you have. The only one I care about is if you're a doctor or an epidemiologist or whatever, I'm mm-hmm. not taking fucking public health advice from this guy, nor am I taking it's, it from my cousin. Smarten the fuck up. But it's cr- crazy though, that you see it so much in professional athletes because they, they have vested interest to protect their earnings. Right. So they follow these like extreme like politics because the extreme politics are the one that like, protect that one percent right richer and so and that's unfortunately why i think we see is like all of our athletes are are like like they're fucking kooks because they (laughs) follow the politics because they like if you think of aaron Rodgers and like yeah yeah like all of these good yeah covid feet (laughs) covid toe whatever he had but and and again like the joe rogan thing like again you watch a joe rogan video and then suddenly you're you're recommended oh, a Ben Shapiro it. video and then you're recommended a Charlie Kirk video. And then you go into like, then within a week, you're like, you have a subscription to turning point USA or something like it's, it's, it's this huge rabbit hole that you could get like just down by watch, like listening to the most popular podcast on the world. Like when you say turning yeah. you're not talking about the hardcore band. Yeah. No turning point USA. No, no, no I'm not oh. talking about the hardcore band. Yeah, sorry, boys. Wrong website. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, exactly. You can search for the hardcore band, and then suddenly you're reading. I I forget who <laughs> writes for that. I think that's Kirk, oh, Charlie that's Kirk's okay. Website. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of hardcore bands that are secretly racist, misogynist oh, pieces sure. of shit out there too. So got some yeah. stories that um, you guys will read about it in my book someday. Yeah, <laughs> like like prison, man. They're they're for the industrial. The oh, prison especially industrial the singer. Conference. The singer, Daniel Wilson, right? You guys might know him. He was on the podcast. I don't want to say that he's a leader of a, uh, I'm not even going to make the joke. I would never do that to Daniel like that. God bless him. Can you imagine something? 
that would happen though. Like we would say it and then for whatever reason this would be the episode that would go viral, then then Danny would have like a, a picket line on his front yard. And like yeah. that, like because of Danny's luck, that would happen to Danny. No, the freaking the, the freaking leftists don't own cars, Chris or Carter. They can't <laughs> they can't drive up to Barry. Oh my god. The freaking the freaking left. I love it. Parody. Um, I love it. Well, thank you, Matt Bolesky, for turning our uh, oh podcast topic upside down. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? That's, so, uh, so, sorry, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of wallet chains, too, because I also brought up wallet chains. Um, <laughs> it's so funny that the wallet chain relaxes to an anti-masker because I was on the subway on Thursday because I was out in the office. I was on the yeah. subway and there was a guy with a no mask and like talking about how like he hated... He was like, I can't stand this bullshit, like kind of stuff. And yeah. he was, like appeared to be a very like wanting to be a cool intellectual guy. Um, oh yeah, like aviator. Wanted to be cool guy. <laughs> very uh, cool guy, sixty nine kind of. Um, the <laughs> like, yeah, aviators like a, a little couple earrings, you know, um, big kicks, whatever. Big big, big skanker. He used to be a big <laughs> yeah, skanker yeah. back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, uh, favorite bands, real big fish. Less <laughs> But so he was, he was and he had a wallet chain too. And I didn't see the wallet chain until he left the subway and was walking up the stairs at Union. And I was like, if oh, you if you are over the age of 18 years old with a wallet chain, I got four words for you. Grow the fuck up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Anyways. What are you doing? That's some quick mental math, dude. I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people would say I'm pretty smart. So <laughs> Um, is that, that the title of the episode? Wallet chain. Wallet <laughs> when you said wallet chain, I thought we were going to go on a Michael Gold Chain um, no. rant. <laughs> Close we enough. Should, we should have Gold Chain on the podcast, and he'll. <laughs> I like God. Oh. Like, like, there's two people that I that can like. At first, it was just Chris. Like I, all I have to do is like hear Chris's voice, and like I, I can't like keep a straight face. Gold Chain is now the second person, like second fiddle to Chris with that like type of ability. Yeah. He's just I don't even think such the, a just such a guy. What a guy. I don't think the do the podcast listeners know about Gold Chain. Just a friend, um, of mine, a friend of mine that attended the wedding and then became friends, best friends with everyone. Basically, we do love the story. Um, his actual name is Michael Gold Chain. Um, Not a fake name. Gold Chain Music on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know we're, we're just outing him right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget, just because we're introing him as a as a personality on the podcast, mm-hmm. when we were at your bachelor party and we saw we saw him there and like um, I said to him, because we remember we did that Zoom call for your birthday, Thomas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was the first time we met him on Zoom mm-hmm. back like in the like, height of the pandemic. And so when we met him or when I met him at the hockey game, I was like, oh, Gold Chain, like, so good to meet you. We're, like, so excited to see you. Carter's going to be here soon, and he is just so amped to, to finally meet you in person. He goes, you guys don't even know me, and just gives me this big hug. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking legend. He's so funny. He's a legend. I love him so much. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was incredible. One of the best moments of my life, you might say. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely one of them. Yeah, better than your wedding or your. 
I mean, shit. we're not talking about that anymore. Holy <laughs> fuck, Thomas, you're creating so much work for yourself. I know, I know. I'll beat that in. <laughs> um, Chris doesn't care. You're just creating work for yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think I'll, smart, bro. I'm going to be busy this afternoon writing <laughs> this fucking story. Anyways, um, anyways, let's talk about some hockey stuff or whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, well, I texted you guys the other night when Minnesota was playing and how cute Boldy's goal oh, was. Yeah. But no one, no one texted me back. <laughs> I was too busy I thought to I did. account. No, you didn't, Chris. I was watching it. I was yeah, watching it. Great better, goal. So cute that he it. got this. This is our Minnesota segment. So cute that Boldy got to score his first goal in his hometown with his parents there. Um, yeah. End Minnesota segment. Okay. Yeah. He was... <laughs> He was, uh, I thought he played really good. Marco Rossi was kind of quiet though, but that's his yeah. game though. No, that's that's, that's he's like, game. I that's... that's my least favorite analysis ever. Oh, yeah, like he was kind of quiet. quiet. No, 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 no that's, that's his, his game, game, bro. bro. That's his game. Trust me, trust me. I'm a scout, <laughs> Chris. Are you a scout? No, um, not anymore, not after that <laughs> comment. Um, <laughs> no, game. but I think I seriously think it is like. It is Rossi. Like he could just come out and he's had some good scoring chances though. Yeah, I don't dislike Rossi. I just thought that he was he looked very tentative to me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I, I thought they had an exciting power play and like even their even strength, like they're they're quick team. Like they're I haven't watched Minnesota much this year, but like it was it was a very fun game to watch. I'll tell you one thing, Trent Fred should not get suspended for that hit. Sorry, Thomas. Sorry, listeners and fans of the world. Sorry, I had to I had to change my mic input a little bit around. Um, I was gonna say, were you agreeing with me on that or? No, because I I started to go. Uh, oh, now my fucking mic. Oh, dude, it's the right wing. They're take they're taking their their shit back from you. Can you hear us, Thomas? His internet guy. Sweet. Hello, sweetie. Can you hear Hello. me? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You know? I had to go. Um, yeah. I was going. I was going all crackly, and I had to okay. change the shit. Um. Anyways, what I was saying, uh, Trent Frederick, it's very questionable, but I know that he's not going to get suspended. He's definitely. So my, so my opinion doesn't really matter. It it sucked just because it injured Kaprizov, and he was kind of yeah. in a vulnerable spot. And Frederick didn't even play the puck, but I think that those are things that the DOPS don't really look at. Um, they do take into injury consideration and that stuff, but it's very minor unless like it was very blatant. Um, but I feel like that's enough about that. I, I'd rather talk about Rossi and Boldy and like the benefits of it, but um, I don't know. I think, I think Rossi played really well again in Boston Boldy got the goal, but I did see him give up like a couple key giveaways where like Rossi just keeps the puck no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. I I just like I love watching Rossi play. It's just been so good, and like he was fairly quiet in like points and stuff, and and like a little bit in minutes and key areas. But I feel like the other players were just benefiting from him. Like Fiala looked amazing, and he keeps on looking amazing. But like I feel like yeah. when he was there with Rossi, it just looked really good. Um. Yeah, I, I I'm just glad that these two players are playing. And like Michael Russo mentioned when they were brought up that oh we don't know like maybe they'll keep on 
they'll like keep on um considering Rossi's ELC and like only have him play nine games this season, like right now, and then ha- send him back to the HL. But like you cannot tell me with a straight face that you they should do that, even with like the cap stuff in consideration. Like it's just it makes no sense to try and keep him down there when like he's playing at an NHL level, I feel like even in the like he's leading the team in points where like there's no one else on the team. Like yeah, it's not like Jack Quinn or whatever where he's getting tons of these points because Rochester's full of prospects. Like there's no one on Iowa. It's him about Beckman and Addison and Boldy, and then like a bunch of vets. And like Dewar, right. Mitchell, like it's just very like AHL depth guys. Can I share? Excuse me. What? Can I share a perspective with you about uh, Rossi that you maybe haven't considered? Yeah. He calls his dad daddy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why they're putting him back and down there. Yeah. That's actually he has, some, he has some growing. Yeah, he's some growing to do. <laughs> I don't like that. I read an article, I think it was the Russo athletic article. Mm-hmm. And when he was referring to his dad, as daddy, I was like, mm. <laughs> you, okay. You, you don't like it. It's his father. It's not his, it's not his partner. It's his father in the article. It literally in the article, it literally says like, daddy, I have a surprise for you. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think I've You're seen this open those... something really nice. That's what I said. Yeah, I think I've seen this in one of those X-rated stepdad yeah. videos. That's what I call Emily. You, know? you call you your call wife Emily. daddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, yeah, the, anyways, the, I don't care. The cannon I don't she's care got if it's, on your shoulder. <laughs> I don't care if it's a cultural thing in Austria. Don't call your dad daddy. You're 20 years old. Grow the fuck up. It's probably got a wallet chain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really. I'm going to, yeah. If I ever talk to Marco Rossi, I'm going to ask him if he wears wallet chain. Um, do you want to, do you want to talk to him right now? I've been working on my impression. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pretend, pretend that you're interviewing me and I'll be him. Ask him how his father is. <laughs> Marco, tell me, tell me um, how it was like having, uh, your dad be a professional player as well. Yes, well, it's it's fun because back in Austria, uh, my daddy was one of the best players in the league. And, you know, the one thing that you have to consider is, you know, he wasn't always, uh, uh, how you say, an uh, offensive player. Uh, but, you know, that was just his game. And uh, I know you, you guys in North America like to just say that's his game when he has no offensive uh, punch to his game. Um, but anyways, that's my daddy in a nutshell. That was my daddy's game. The, the best part is that that's actually close to what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh. I know. No, I know. I know you know. Um, yeah, yeah that, that's our that's our wild segment. I'm I'm excited for tonight against the Caps. I I, I think they'll lose, but um. Yeah, it'll, what did it'll they do be St. Louis last night. Huh? Did they beat Caps in St. Louis? Caps lost. I kind of watched. Oh, the ca- Caps bit. got smoked so last night. Oh, so I just searched Caps blue, and yeah. it was just a bunch of blue baseball hats. Um, <laughs> so hopefully they. Uh, yeah. Washington's either pissed off or their their wins out of their sales. Ooh, Buchanan, they were three they were brutal last night. The goaltending was terrible last night. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you know who's a player I really really like. Um, who plays for um, St. Louis? Oscar Oscar Sundquist. 
Yeah, he's yeah. Fun. He's so he's like I don't know if people would call him a power forward because like that kind of prototypical power forward doesn't really exist in the game anymore, but just like a big guy who will fight, who's always in the goalie's kitchen, you know, a lot of rebound, like a lot of kind of nasty goals that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really impressed by him last night and and nearly every game I watch of his, um, you know, he's, he's oh, well been good run, that way. Well, Ron St. Louis and Minnesota, do you guys want to talk about the, the winter classic or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should talk about it. What were your thoughts, Thomas? What do you think? Uh, How do you think people felt about it? I think people expected a lot more out of Minnesota on the ice, but it was just, I feel like if you take a step back and just feel like, oh, Minnesota finally got their outdoor game. Um, It was a very good display of like the state of hockey, quote unquote. Um, Mm -hmm. Then then it's fine. On the ice, they stunk because they also haven't played. They didn't play for 10 days just because yeah. of postponements and um, they, yeah, they kind of stunk around against Boston at points too, just because of that. But um, yeah, like i I loved, it was probably the best looking like invite, like oh, yeah. outdoor game I've seen in a very long time. Um, and like just the production level was so good. I feel like from TNT um, one thing was that was weird. And I saw it, it come up on Twitter was that like, they advertise like, oh, during the second intermission, we'll announce the U.S. women's Olympic team. And then the broadcast just like talked over the whole like announcement. And like they oh, really? they, they showed the the players faces like you saw Hillary Knight, you saw Brianna Decker, you saw all those players. And then yeah. and no, no graphic to tell who they are. No, like nothing but like a faint lowered level of like the PA announcer saying their names. And then like the broadcast yeah, is just... Weird. The broadcast is just saying like, oh, this is great. Like seeing like th- these women play and they're talking about like the the grandeur of like women's Olympic hockey because the men isn't playing, aren't playing. And like, and just talking yeah, about this of how like, like break them on their names. No, I know exactly. They're like, they're saying, oh, this is so important. This is so great. And then like not letting people kn- like a national TV audience know who these players are. Like it's yeah, so yeah. counteractive. <laughs> like it's it, well, that, also like super they're more removed because they have cages as well. Right. Like it's, yeah, so it's no, I know. to put names to faces, but, and then like they're recognizable too, like Hillary Knight, you probably like yeah. see her play and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's Hillary Knight. And like, you yeah. know yeah. Her, what she looks like, I feel like, but um, yeah, like other players and whatever. And like, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's sucked. But other than that, the broadcast was fine. Um, I yeah. feel like the camera angles were good too. And we're able to show everything. It's good weather. Yeah, yeah. No, like stupid, like skating. Sorry, go ahead, buddy. I was just gonna say, honestly, they. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say they. It didn't like it. Definitely wasn't like an NHL paced game, and I think Mm. that was because of like everyone was just fucking freezing. You could tell, not even just because they haven't played, but even St. Louis was slow, and Mm -hmm. like they were making, they weren't playing as fluidly as they would had their like had they been playing in like a normal environment like you can tell it was just like frigid and like the the pucks were like pucks were bouncing off the of sticks and it was it was a pretty yeah. like wild environment to see right like you can tell it was definitely not a typical like nhl pace and cadence yeah yeah i, I remember yeah. i think i watched a game like a later game after it and i was <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I was like what the fuck this is so fast like this just feels so fast because i was watching like three hours of outdoor hockey yeah um 
but yeah, it, it was a different pace and everything. It's a whole, it's yeah. a weird, like in a vacuum thing that you can't really take like any performance into consideration. Like you can't be like, Oh, Cam Talbot yeah. sucked, but it was, he also got injured in that game. So that kind of sucked. But um, like, you can't say yeah. any player was like, Oh, that sucks that Ryan Hartman didn't show up or whatever, but like, yeah, they're playing outside. They haven't played in a very long time. It's freezing as hell. Like it's, it's just, um, yeah. One thing was that Kaprizov looked fine. Like he looked like faster than everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which is funny. But yeah, it's it was uh it's good. I I, I really enjoyed the he whole was thing. Tough as nails too. Oh Kaprizov didn't even have like a turtleneck. He like yeah. no turtleneck, no balliclava, just like helmet, like just regular. Like I was like, holy shit, this kid's tough. Yeah, I know. I think he yeah, it's it's crazy. I think I I heard that like he didn't even have he had like a t-shirt underneath, like he didn't do long sleeves or anything. You're just like yeah, normal. That's what I mean. Like it's crazy. Is it was it Kaprizov that they were showing how he works out in the offseason, like in the mud and in the rain and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those videos, yeah, they came up against on the Bruins broadcast. Because it yeah, yeah, the national broadcast on um Thursday. Yeah. Like he he has those workout videos where he like is is like holding a tire and like moving and like doing <laughs> like deadlifts just in the rain there's more videos too it's in, in the off season i, like, I remember those barefoot in the mud in yeah. the rain also the uh there's like all those photos of him with all those siberian huskies that's oh, one of my favorite an- photos that's, ever that's the bet he loves animals yeah. And yeah he's also a blue jays fan there's multiple photos of him wearing toronto blue jays hats oh well, wow so random, toronto but, confirmed wow hashtag to toronto um is that an e5 yeah <laughs> yeah man uh, let's talk about who we should get on for our 100 episode and should okay. it be eckland from hockeybuzz.com i i think it'll be it should be mike from buffalo um listen and, we're not and, we already and, did our our right wing jokes yeah. okay <laughs> he's blocked he's he blocked me so i can't do that but um yeah Anyways, um, yeah. We'll, we'll I think get... that the just quick uh, before mm-hmm. we wrap up on the Winter Classic, I thought uh, I completely agree with you about the presentation. The presentation was so much better than NBC's in such mm-hmm. a big way. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing. What? Oh. What do you want? Oh. Why are you all up in my grill? Jesus, sorry, he heard about other Huskies and he decided mm. that he wanted to come bark in my face. Um, but I thought that that was interesting. I thought that um, the, uh, you know, when they were like skating out there, um, yeah. that was pretty cool as well, kind of from that little cabin hut slash, you know, that thing. Um, yeah, I thought I thought the game itself was good. Like, you know, we've talked about it for a few minutes here, but we haven't talked about just like how dominant Jordan Cairo was. Yeah. I was um, bring him up. He's been he's, unreal. Yeah. Him and Barbashev. Um, I know we have talked about uh, the Blues a little bit already, but um, Mikola as well. Um, he saw what he did to Crosby the other night. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I just loved the comment, like, he's not looking on the back of the Jersey when these things happen, which I just thought was like <laughs> such a great comment that he just does not give a shit. They they're good, man. I could see them being a, being a Stanley cup favorite this year. 
Yeah, um, I I hate to say that I've I've liked them more than any other year. Like they've been really annoying. Like the like the uh, David Backus years with them, and like I I've not liked them. But like yeah. with Buchnevich making that trade, um, getting Brendan yeah. Sod, like they're a deep team. Like there's always someone on the ice. I feel like that's enjoyable. Tori Krug, Colton Perico, um, like even Scott Perenovich, Minnesota guy, um, uh, on the back end. But like it's just, um, I've just really enjoyed them, and I think that they'll be they'll be hot up there for the central. Um, it'll be it'll be tough to say to see like the Preds holding on to anything with if Minnesota keeps on this streak and gets healthy because that's another thing that Minnesota is hopefully getting back to full health within a month or so um yeah yeah it's it's uh yeah it's fun i feel like the division's really good it's just fun to see can you guys hear me okay yeah 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 Yeah. okay my uh airpods just died so i'm quickly charging them up but yeah i think the perunovich has obviously been super exciting um just the the whole team like they feel they feel like a bit more of a cohesive unit right now and i think that that's um, something we haven't always seen from them. The goaltending mm-hmm. has been pretty good as well. Like uh, I know Bennington's obviously the starter there, but Billy Husso has played really well in a backup role, um, you know, th- this year. And yeah, I don't know. I'm not ready to say that he's going to be the goaltender of the future necessarily because he's a little bit of an older backup goalie, but uh, old by the standards of just, you know, kind of breaking into the league the last couple of years. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like this. Uh, the the playoff races will be will be fun too. Like, because even in that own division, there's the Preds too that we haven't really talked about, and no one's really thought about a lot. But they they played a lot of games, which is why I feel like they're only up there in the standings. Um, but like. Yeah, it's just it's just fun. I feel like in Pacific, that's not fun at all. But um, yeah, like Metro will be good. Like Pittsburgh and Boston, and Boston has so many games at hand. Got to wonder what they'll do, um, with that oh, advantage. Yeah. And like, I I think like it'll be it'll be really interesting to see of what stuff like is going on and who gets to hold on to that spot. Like, are the Rangers for real? Is there Carolina's just gonna keep on winning games? It doesn't really matter. Um. Yeah, man, it's it, I I I feel like the season's turning out to be pretty good, honestly, with everything you, considered and everything that's not um, COVID related. It's good. Also, uh, Tuka Rask um, coming back, mm-hmm. signing a PTO with uh, the Providence Bruins, probably on his way back yeah. up to the Bruins. Um, that's interesting for me, just because Boston has been pretty meh this year. Um, and I'm not sure what they do like Swayman. I think they could still put back down in the minors. I think that that kind of fixes that problem. But for me, one of the, one of the storylines that's been really interesting is just kind of goaltending, right? Um, we've seen teams have, uh, spectacular goaltending, uh, Jack Campbell, for example, you know, definitely in the Vesna, uh, conversation. Um, you know, you look at the goaltending drama in Edmonton, (laughs) be interesting to see how that kind of unfolds, you know, is this the year that uh, Gorgiev gets traded uh, to a team who's looking for a starter, maybe doesn't want to be the backup in, for, with the Rangers anymore. Um, I don't know. Like there just seems to be so many 
kind of storylines there that are percolating. Uh, which, which goalie, you know, has, has surprised you guys this year? I would have to say Grubauer in Seattle. Oh, he's how so fucking bad. bad he is. He's like, so bad. Like, no one saw this. Like, everyone kind of did the dunk last week about, like, I forget who spurred it on. But, like, it was just like, oh, no, everyone was saying how, like, like Seattle's such an analytics team. And, like, oh, look at what analytics does. They, like, they suck ass. Like, um, but, like, it's no one saw, like, Philip Grubauer turning into the worst goaltender in the league. Um, yeah, that, that's probably the one interesting thing of, like, what they do if they just keep on putting him out there and hopefully, like, he could bounce back a little bit or, or maybe they'll just give him a break. Just be like, you could just sit out for a month or something. Like, do a Carter Hart thing. I know he's older, yeah. mm-hmm. but, like, if someone just needs to get in that mental space of, like, stepping away from the team for a little bit, then that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, that yeah, Grubar would have to be that. He's he's turned into a pumpkin though, right? Like, you know, there's oh my god, I just I just I can't believe. I mean, we could spend some time on Seattle too if mm-hmm. you guys want, but they're they're just so bad. Like, um, you know, I know it's hard. You know, one of Carter's favorite teams, the Vegas Golden Knights. He's been a fan from day one, as you guys both know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, like they, they were, they were competitive and it's funny because I, I was listening back to an old episode, like what was that a couple of days ago? Um, and I listened to our uh, episode when we kind of went through and drafted like our own versions of the team. Mm-hmm. And I, I could say confidently that the version of the Kraken that we drafted was a better team than the current team in so many different ways yeah yeah so many different ways and honestly giordano and gord were like the only good picks like the only things that worked out for them yeah and who knows if they even keep giordano right like i I feel like they will just because he's the captain but they probably shouldn't you know what i mean like i don't know if that really makes sense considering you know they could you know get a get a good haul for him at the trade deadline, which is, you know, not, not too far away now, but yeah, they're, they're just brutal. And I can't figure out why, you know, obviously it's, it's such an easy thing to do to be like, Oh, this is why analytics are bad or whatever. And I certainly disagreed with a lot of the picks that they made, uh, you know, when, when the, uh, when the, when the draft happened, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think anybody could have saw, to your point, Thomas, uh, Grubauer being as as bad as he has been. And then on top yeah. of that, um, and, and I don't have that information in front of me here, fellas, I apologize, but has Drieger played much this year, Thomas? Has he been better yes. than, you know what I mean? Because he was also drafted before they got Grubauer in free agency. A lot of people assume that Drieger would be their starter. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I wonder, you know. So he and then, he's played nine games that has eight ninety-two save percentage. Woof. It's been bad. Yeah, they're both brutal. I might have to strap on the pads for the Kraken. The the thing is go. like goaltending affects us so much, but also like it's a weird mix between like I like the picks of like obviously getting um like Yanni Gord, Jared McCann um like 
Vince Dunn, like guys like that, and it's good. And signing guys like um, oh, fuck, who's the guy from St. Louis? Jaden Schwartz. Um, yeah. Jordan Everly was a good pick. I just I looked up his Jayden, stats quickly. Jaden Schwartz is, I think, injured for the rest of the season too. Sorry to interrupt, Thomas, yeah, but so too. they haven't but, um, had a lot of luck injury wise either. Yeah, it, it, it's it's tricky because like, yeah, again like that. But then also yeah. you look at the same hand of like. Who did they get from Philly? They got Carson Tworski, who's like not even like an AHL level player. Like he's not very good anywhere he plays. Um, mm-hmm. And he plays the same role as like a little rat um, where they could have got James Rooney's like for nothing. And if you want to talk about cap flexibility or just money in general, is that Van Riesel's contract is at, is, has had, what? they would have had Van Riesel for two years at 7 million. Two years. Yeah, so true. if you think about that and like weigh your options, like you would you want just someone to play like over that, or even if they wanted a good young player, they could have got Connor Bunneman, who actually plays oh, yeah. and, and plays a bottom six role. Like they made some weird picks with some certain teams. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just some stuff was so like questionable. Um that it's like you can't really, I feel like blame looking at data or stuff, but I feel like Ron Francis probably overrid a lot of the decisions because it does mm-hmm. yeah. feel well, like any traditional, like, like, yeah, go ahead. It's nice to know, like, looking back, we were, like, we were right to be surprised. Like, it's, it's not like we are looking back, like, what is it, six months now and being like, oh, you know what? It's, they really moneyballed it. Like, <laughs> they did a great job. Like, it's, it's there's some comfort in knowing that we we weren't just talking out of our asses yeah yeah and like i I've, but yeah. and like the one thing is also like the one player that also gets mentioned up is tarasenko because they could have had him mm-hmm. for, for nothing but i feel like the injuries were such like a big concern and he has a lengthy contract so like if you're a team yeah. starting from nothing and you want to you want to hank like they were obviously focused on cap structure and having that flexibility and mm-hmm. Like if they got Tarasenko and he continued to be injured and have injury concerns and just didn't return to what he can do, unlike he has for the Blues this year, then you're like, you're done. You're suddenly like handicapped yourself for the next couple of years of getting good talent. Um, And then at the same time also, like I feel like they really overshot the idea that teams would do the same thing that they did with Vegas of like making these side deals and like team, they way overvalued their cap space compared to what teams valued for theirs. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like they, I feel yeah. like they just had a misstep and just thought that teams would, Oh, we take on your big guys, but you'd have to pay for us where other teams were like, no, you can have it for free. I don't care. Like you, like you can have it free or you can have these little guys. We're not going to pay you either ways. We're happy to have the JVRs return to our team. We're happy to have the Tarasenko's. We're happy to have whatever come back. And then we'll just we'll just deal with it other than Do you think picks. Whatever. I think Vegas Do was you... a league lesson, though. Yeah. No, for sure. But there was also rumors. Um, and I don't uh I, I don't have the source handy here. So take my word for it. I promise I'd never lie on here. Mm. But it's 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 also crazy because the rumor at the time 
was that to protect one of your players, they were asking for a first and a third round pick. Does that yeah. sound familiar to you guys? Yep. Yeah, that was. The thing. And so to Carter's point, like the yes, for sure, Vegas was like a uh, a, a bit of a a bit of a litmus test there for for what they could handle and what what was worth it. Because I mean, if you look back, like Minnesota, uh, they they were one of the teams that got fleeced. Sorry, Thomas. Um, and like that happened to quite a few teams. Columbus is another one that I remember getting Mm -hmm. fleeced pretty bad with that. And so it's, it's just interesting to me that, you know, we now have a situation where Seattle probably overshot the landing a little bit, thinking that they'd be able to get some assets. Um, and what they had, what, one or two trades that were kind of expansion related, if that, so yeah, I, I don't know. They've been super, super disappointing. And I think the same thing that I remember Carter saying like vividly when we first started talking about Seattle after they were drafted was who's going to score goals? Yeah. Like, you yeah. guys can build a team, but if you don't have anybody that can score goals, that's going to that's gonna cause some problems. And sure as shit, that's exactly what happened. Well, that's what, that's what honestly I've been we've been talking about from Montreal and who like, I was going to say my goalies that I've been surprised about were Montebo and Primo because they honestly, they're doing the most of what they can with a team that can't score more than two goals in a night on a good, like yeah. on their best night. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's so important to have like, yeah, you can have all the, the depth in your defensive game and your goaltending, but if no one puts the puck into that, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I they, they and they and they focus more on like young players too. Like I'm just reading down the list of who they picked, but like players like Cole Lind, they took from Vancouver. Um yeah. John John Quenville from Chicago, like Dennis Cholowski from Detroit, who's like no one, Kale Flurry from Montreal. Like it's just so these picks are so weird. And like they weren't even like overpriced, like you're not selecting the like the big thing I remember for Vegas was like why'd you select um fuck what's his name Derek Engeland I was like why yeah. did you take why'd you like draft him and then sign him and it's just like it's a very odd just decision um yeah like they do you also sorry, sorry go ahead Tom no, 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 no. finish that thought no go ahead I was just gonna say like the other thing that you know you mentioned Engeland and I just <laughs> remember how weird it was that, that he was like a consistent, like top six player for that yeah. team. Yeah. And at times like a top two or top four, like he played fairly high in the lineup at times. Right. And so, you know, for me, one of the things that I find so interesting about all of this is that when you watched Vegas and please correct me if I'm wrong, you knew exactly what they were, right. They had this yeah. identity right off the go. And, you know, Although they were a Las Vegas hockey team right from the get go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They knew exactly who they were, like from an identity standpoint. And, you know, part of their identity was their social media. And I know we dunked on it at the time and continue to dunk on it now, like how annoying they were on social media. But when you watch them play, it was like must watch hockey, largely because you were watching guys playing their former teams as like these kind of castaway type characters. And yeah. I've never once watched Seattle and been like, oh, you know, it's uh, 
It's the the Islanders against Seattle. Let's see what Jordan Eberle does. Like, yeah. there's yeah. no there's no identity. It, that's coaching. But they also that's all coaching. Yeah, Dave Haxall was, was a fucking wrong coaching. decision. I agree. I say coaching for for Las Vegas was like they fell into a system so extremely fast that like mm-hmm. we yeah. even started talking about it in our coaching. Like, watch oh, yeah. Vegas play. They they have two guys on the puck even when they're on the penalty kill, and that was like yeah. one of the largest parts of their yeah. success is they. They were like bees. They swarmed the ice whenever, whenever they touched it. And so it was, mm. they just fell into a coaching rhythm. They bought and believed uh, into the system. Yeah. And I think that was one of the largest successes for Vegas. Like obviously they had great picks and everything like that, but the coaching system was, that was the largest part of um, everything. Like is that yeah. they fell into this amazing kind of unheard of, like as of lately, like a hockey system, you know, so it's Seattle just didn't have that. Like, yeah, I, f- I feel like with, especially for an expansion team and you're gathering all these players together, playing mostly for the first time together, coaching can, is the one thing that you can make certain that will bring the players up to a different level there. It takes a yeah. lot of, it takes a lot of talent. There are probably only 10 players in the whole league that can outperform coaches that can overcome any terrible coaches. Um, Like an even Ovechkin couldn't overcome a Dale Hunter like that. Like, uh, like it's, it's the coaching affects so damn much. And obviously you guys know about it and like everyone that's listening probably should know about it, but like, it's just, it's the one thing that you have control of that you can bring out and make a system that, that plays so well into your players' hands and can bring nobodies up to a certain level. Like James Neal, like yeah. was trash, and then for Vegas, oh, suddenly he's like scoring yeah. twenty-five goals in the first well, that, fifty that, games. That's exactly it, right? Like if you, and I, I think you nailed it. Like with there's only ten people that can outperform a coach. Like in like pretty much at any level of any sport. Like yeah. when you get to that professional stage, as soon as you have that skill set to crack that stage all it takes is good coaching to make or break you. Like we, like Coop and I were talking about like players that we think of, like that we always forget that are like superstars or good players. And like, we were talking about Taylor Hall and like Taylor Hall's like had such a, like he was so promising coming into the league and he had like up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down with his seasons. And I think that's largely due to who he was coaching under, right? Like if you put him, in a system where he has the proper coaching, I'm sure Taylor Hall would be a much different narrative right now. Right. Um, and a lot of these players, like, and that's why we're, I think we're seeing a lot of younger, like highly skilled talent, like more on that all-star level is because coaches are getting better and smarter. Right. And they're, they're using their assets and they're using their assets deeper into the lineup. And so, yeah, it's crazy how like there's only, there's that few people, but it's, everybody once you get to that stage should be able to be coached to an all-star like potential. Like they're like, if you're, if you're up there, you have the skill set to take good coaching, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Oh man. I don't know what we're going to do about that team. We don't have to do anything. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. We don't have to be the <laughs> Seattle uh, podcast. We don't have to be Seattle. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we, we discussed this. <laughs> Um, is there anything else that you guys really keeping us up at night? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, no, is there anything fine. else you guys want to talk about before we wrap here? No, there'll be trade rumors coming up too. That'll be fun. And we can just air chat. Air, oh my fucking God. Armchair GM. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah we, the, can, uh, we can start. We can start with... Uh, with Anaheim and go top to bottom. Yeah. Oh my God, I'd love that. What, what would you do for a trade deadline? Hmm. Honestly, we'll each take for... we'll each take ten teams. Two of us will take eleven, and just and then we'll play a trade for deadline. Episode one hundred. We'll we need to for episode one hundred. We need to set time aside to go top to bottom just for Chris. <laughs> at least once <laughs> for something. You know, just top but to it, bottom. And it'll be something. it'll be something so stupid. Just like say say a word that describes their season so far. What's the first one? Oh that my comes god, to I hate I hate most people. <laughs> um, you know what's crazy though? Before we wrap, just speaking of trade rumors, um, did you guys see uh the report about Klingberg asking for a trade out of Dallas? Yeah, I wrote about for Yahoo.ca. Oh. Yahoo's okay. How about that? Uh we're we're like we'll, we'll just do like one exercise. Okay. Would Klingberg fit with Anaheim? In, yes. Uh Arizona. No. Boston. Yes. Buffalo. No. Calgary. Yes. Chicago. No. Uh, Colorado. Uh, yes. Columbus. I think I'm still, I think I'm out of alphabetical order now, but um, <laughs> yeah, pretty Carolina. Pretty well. Yeah, uh, I forgot about Carolina. Carolina. Carolina, no. Where do you think he actually goes, though? Because um, he... As a rental or maybe someone that gets because he's a free agent after this year, right? Yeah. I could see, I could see honestly. Let me pull up this freaking cap friendly here. This is our last thing that we do because I uh, probably go. Um New you York. got a jet, honey? You gotta get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> uh the Rangers done. They have Rangers. They have, they have the cap space. Yeah, and do they have the assets though? Yeah, you send them whatever. You have prospects. Okay, fine. you just send them whatever. That's how it works. <laughs> you can send them Craftsall. Whatever you feel like. Craftsall will be happy. Brennan Oatman, Don Mills Flyers, um, legend. Uh, Tyroning, Bryn Schneider, whatever. Schneider might actually make sense though. Yeah, he, uh, if they were looking for a prospect back. Yeah, him and Th- Thomas Harley on the same blue line someday. Okay, that'll, that'll be pretty good. Yeah, don't hate there that. There you go. Schneider in a first, done. Um, uh, I think he'll probably require a roster player though too. And and uh, and and Lieber Hayek. I it's funny. I was actually gonna say <laughs> he's Lieber so Hayek. Fucking, he's so bad though. He's been so bad. It, man. Is he bad though? Just do a do Capo Caco, straight up. Here we go. Capo he'll, he'll fit in with the he'll fit in with the Finns in Dallas because Dallas Stars are pretty much like Finland's national team. That's uh, true. Or isn't Carolina Finland's national team? Uh, it's the two of them. But uh, yeah, I don't oh know. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say the Rangers just because. Okay, Carter. What team do you think he goes to? Montreal. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. How close to that one. No, Montreal's Montreal is at the top of the league though. In uh, in uh, cap hit though, and at the bottom of the yeah. league in terms of actual points. So literally the worst position <laughs> that a team could be in. I was gonna I say, like and don't they have something like eighty? Or they've? I think they're close to eighty million, like off the ice oh, right man. now. Like they're 
Oh, bro. Let me. I'm on cap friendly. Their total like, cap what? is 95. No, but I'm saying they, they have almost 80 million cap not playing right now, don't Let they? Or like 70 million cap. Um, injured reserve, 22 million. Long term injured reserve is 11.2 million. And non roster COVID. And non roster COVID is 14 million. So, uh, yeah, that's close. And that's more than their current roster right now. Yeah. That's what I mean. Their total, their total blue line is for 8.5 million. And David Savard is missing yeah. 3.5 of that. I know at, at one at one point in the, the season, Montreal was at 19 million, like Ross, like total roster. Active roster. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Injuries fuck them, but that also is the yeah. best. Oh yeah, season. I forgot about season. Oh no, that those players don't count. Um, yeah, they're. Oh yeah, and then Carey Price isn't even on that, so that's 10.5. Yeah, that's another 10.5 yeah. added to the players that are out. But um, the, this is the best case scenario though, because then. Uh, Montreal can think that they're way better than they are because they're like, oh, we we suffered so many injuries though. Like, no, we're 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 dog shit. <laughs> please don't wish. No... Please don't wish that on Carter. <laughs> no, but yeah, they're gonna there's... go for it again next year. And we're like, we yeah. we didn't have this is the we didn't yeah, have Anderson, Dvorak, and Toffoli play for most of the season. So yeah. like, come on, we'll, this is we'll the be rebound. back in the <laughs> They need somebody to play center at some point other than Nick Suzuki. Christian yeah, Devore. That poor boy's that poor boy's shoulders must Cedric be so Paquette. tired from carrying the team. Yeah. Cedric Paquette. <laughs> Cooper just said Suzuki when I said that poor boy's shoulders must be so tired. Oh my god. Um <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna get Shane Wright or like Brad Lambert, and then they're gonna be uh No. They're gonna get Joachim Kamel. That's who they want. Or Yuri uh, Slavkovsky. They got to get one of the one of the Slovakian or Czech kids. They have to imagine they got <laughs> Simon Nemec. He's good. I don't know those players, dude. Um, yeah, I haven't. It's I not know a, you it's, don't. We don't know those players. It's, it's, it's not a month before the draft, so I can do all my reading. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. Um, two weeks before the draft, and I write all my draft profiles for SB Nation. It will be cool though because they will probably. Um, they'll they'll have a high pick, and I yeah. don't know if you guys saw this. Just as like a kind of last thing here before we wrap, but Logan Mayu is back in the league oh in the God. OHL. Yeah, I was, I didn't want to bring it up. That's he so um oh don't worry I will. <laughs> um, so he's back in the league in the OHL playing for London, and he had like five points in two games, and everyone's like, you know. I think he's going to be a solid prospect despite all the bad stuff. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Fuck, we, we knew everyone was going to forget about it. That's how, that's how loyal people are to their fucking convictions. Hate to say it. Like it's oh no nope. people forget about that. If you start to perform. Uh, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Kane. Uh, yeah. You've got a Vander Kane. You've got Patrick Kane. Kane. You've got Kane, the big red machine. Yeah, the whole Kane family. You mean the mayor of Tennessee? He's not the mayor of Tennessee. He's the mayor of something. Fuck. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Dude, you cannot look me dead in the eye and say a former brother of destruction Glenn is now Jacobs. a political figure. Glenn, how the fuck are you stupid two ends, Glenn? Um, Glenn Jacobs, Tennessee. Proud East Tessinan. Tennessean. Holy fuck. Knox County Mayor. 
okay that's like not even a big deal whatever okay carter could be the knox county mayor i gotta go guys <laughs> why you gotta i gotta watch you gotta watch uh ring of honor or something no i actually do have to watch rampage from last night okay <laughs> have fun hangman okay, jimmy, guys, page. <laughs> jimmy page that's for blood zeppelin <laughs> I just was trying to make you laugh. Okay. I'll talk to you guys you later. Love me, you both. You make me laugh, Chris. You better edit the shit out of this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll try. I'm okay, love you guys. Guys. See you. Okay, bye. See you guys. Bye. Boys.